if you're listening to this podcast, I want to assume that you've listened already to the first preview episode. If not, do have a listen, as it's a great starting point to understand what the Selling Transformed book is all about. Now let's get underway with the next chapter of the book. The more I started researching into the topic of selling, the more you realize how selling has changed over the years. And in the early chapters of the book, we go back to 17,000 BC, when their first examples of selling was documented. But in this chapter three, we start to explore the more modern day context of how selling has changed, in fact, quite dramatically, even over the last 100 years. I became very interested when doing the exploration of how selling has transformed to use Professor Julian Birkenshaw's framework for sources of competitive advantage. And it's been very interesting to to use his framework, which essentially talks about the industrial era, the knowledge era, and something he's defined as the post-knowledge era. His insight was really looking at, in the industrial era, for example, what are the sources of competitive advantage? And he talks about it through a manufacturing lens, and he talks about it through lean manufacturing and processes and so on. What I did was then used his framework to explore, well, if you were in sales in the industrial era, what what would have been your approach and what evidence is there to support it? The knowledge era, which started in the sort of 1960s with Peter Drucker and his seminal book around the knowledge worker, sort of ushered in a new way of working where the whole approach to looking at sources of competitive advantage was very much based on the knowledge people had rather than a person being a unit of labour. And of course, the knowledge era has accelerated with the advent of the internet. This was really quite massive from a selling perspective because the power shifted from the seller, which was the more powerful of the buyer-seller relationship probably in the industrial era into the knowledge era where, particularly with internet, where buyers were able to do a lot more research on suppliers in advance of them even talking to salespeople. And we also had with the knowledge era the you know, the advent of more complex systems to manage stuff, more data-driven systems. Sales has been relatively late to play in that particular space compared to, say, finance or manufacturing. It's been fairly late in developing the systems that can support the way in which we target, analyze pipeline, uh, the way in which we conduct research on customers. We've been using fairly rudimentary techniques up until quite recently. But the interesting point that Gillian Birkinshaw has raised, which I spent a bit of time reviewing in the book, is the fact that the thing about an era, a bit like an empire, there's always a start and a finish. Now we're living in the internet era. You could say that we're living in the knowledge era. If you agree with Gillian Birkinshaw, you'll know that this era one day will stop. And his point is that It's not that knowledge isn't important and it's not that processes aren't important, but it doesn't become your source of competitive advantage. The post-knowledge era, you know, what is the source of uh, competitive advantage? And he talks about this being an era where he calls it democracy and adhocracy. He talks about it's the emotional attachment you build between 
the consumer of a product and the product itself, which is going to become more important. And it's very interesting to relate this to the sales world, you know, from a buyer dominated environment that we've had before. We're now talking about a world in which things are changing so much. Of course, COVID, you know, has vented our lexicon, which it, it hadn't done before. Things are changing so much. So what sort of relationships do buyers want from their suppliers right now? And it is those relationships. It's, it comes back to some of the things we've talked about in the past about trust. And it's about how do you build an emotional attachment between two, two companies, probably going to have to partner fairly closely together in order to get competitive advantage moving forward. So clearly there's been some massive shifts in how we sell and what this chapter does is it sets out the case for change not just the case for change but the case for transforming that we need to have a very different mindset as we go into the future as we had done in the past we can't rely on what worked for us in the past to necessarily be the way in which we should operate in the future So that sources of competitive advantage. And the next preview chapter is around values, professionalism, and ethics. My favorite topic. Again, do review the show notes. There'll be some links to the retailers who are providing the book 